and a mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, running, Welcome to episode 73 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast. I'm Jim. I'm here with Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? Yo. Yo. Do you hear me, Brandon? Do you hear me, Brandon? Yes, I do. Double A-Rom <laughs> won't be here this week. Uh, maybe not next week. I'm not sure. I thought he said he'd be gone for two weeks. So we'll have to see how yeah, that goes. I, that's what I heard. He's on vacation. So we're not going to have him on the regular show. Uh, obviously, me and you do the a uh, weekend edition. So, is this like early weekend? Is is that what we're doing? Poop, poop. That might be the case. We're, we're I'm here off until next at, week. Yeah, so really. I'm yes. not. I wish I was. But we're here uh, with episode seventy three. Uh, John Hanna, the uh, offensive lineman for the Patriots, who was once called by Sports Illustrated the best offensive lineman of all time. That's the dedication. Oh. That's number 73. Yeah, I don't know if uh, I can let that title pass to a Patriot I'm as well. You know, he he is he, um, a nine-time Pro Bowler, 10-time first-team All-Pro. That's pretty good. Uh, so I, you may have to overlook How the How did he only make nine Patriot. Pro Bowls but 10 All-Pros? I don't know. That doesn't yeah, make I guess sense. maybe the one time he couldn't make it. Maybe he didn't want to yeah. go. It was 1977, yeah. his second year, it looks like. Uh, yeah, pretty much his whole deal. Uh, He is a Hall of Famer. So we're going to have to go with it, even though you up there in Buffalo think that that's nonsense. Doesn't get my stamp of approval. Well, it gets mine. So there. Uh, We'll we'll be going forward with this. And uh, just to do the skills that pay the bills, we have a website that you can go to. That is weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where we review a lot of books. We're trying to get to the point where we review pretty much every one. We we were very close last week. We had a ton. Already this week, we have a lot more. We're putting a little more commitment into the reviews. Uh, And yeah, I am trying my hardest to get some stuff out as well as Brandon is, as well as Dispatch DCU, Wolf Cypher, Andrew Walt, Belfast. Yep. We have a bunch of Walt. guys going with it. Walt as well. Yep, yep. Walt does uh, indeed. And so uh, we're doing that. So if you go over to the website, you can check out all those reviews. We're also on Twitter if you want to check us out there at WS Marvel Comics. And we also have a Patreon account where you can support us for all the things we do on this podcast, on the DC podcast, if you listen to that, but also so you get a lot of other shows if you join up on the Patreon. And this week, the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew. Poop, poop. Uh, <laughs> they picked uh, the yes. two books being War of the Realms, Uncanny X-Men number one and Superior Spider-Man number five. Now, uh, me and you have really been enjoying Superior Spider-Man number five uh, going into this. We haven't really liked a lot of these tie-ins to uh, War of yeah. the Realms, and it kind of continues that trend. It continues that trend, but if you want to hear us talk about that, that's good. Also coming up, maybe tonight, if not tonight, tomorrow night, me and you have done the first episode of the Marvel Event Podcast, where we're talking about the Kree yes. scroll War event from 7172. <laughs> well, yeah, scrolls don't really make an appearance yet, uh, kind of. Uh, but the part one is half of that event and it's pretty funny we, we had a lot of fun yeah, talking about it. it it's it's very very goofy but if you want all of that go over to patreon.com slash weird science check that out see what you like what you do and each week we will have two books that are picked by the bad butts to feature on that patreon spotlight and i know that matt who uh, actually has a mail coming up this weekend. He joined up. He joined up. So I want to thank nice. him for doing that. And yeah, you can join Matt over there and do that yourself. But we're going to get into this. We have three books tonight. And I, I think that the, the reason, if you listen to both of the podcasts, the regular podcasts <laughs> that we do on the week and then the weekend podcast, you realize on the weekend we do seem to have a little more fun. It is because... Yep. We get to pick and choose the books, and I think yeah, it's coming to play around a little more and pick. Yeah, it's coming to play again tonight uh, because the three books that we're talking about, I did not read until. I mean, we're recording this at seven nineteen right now, PM. 
I just want to make sure people don't realize, you know, we're doing this in yeah. the morning during breakfast. Skipping school I, or work. I yeah. Got, yeah, really. I got done reading these at 7.01. I, I mean, I had no <laughs> idea what was going on in these three books that we're talking about tonight until basically it was time to record. So there's no time for me to say, you know what? I didn't really like that, or I didn't like that as much. Let's do this, yeah, let's that, and the other thing. let's change the game plan a bit. Yeah. Thursday night, you pretty much get what we think are the bigger books of the week, whether or not we know we're going to like them or not. And that, like I said, I, I'm saying this mainly because I'm trying to make an excuse of why I'm not going to be fully positive like we <laughs> usually are on the weekends, where we come in and we yeah. have a, a good time. We also get a chance to talk about more books as well. So we're going to start with Amazing Spider-Man number 20. If you're keeping track at home, we did not talk about Amazing Spider-Man 19 HU. That was the lizard yeah. issue. The lizard one. Um, yeah, yeah, and we, because neither of us really enjoyed it. We we weren't really no, down with it. It's fine. If you're reading this event, I think you should read it. Uh, you kind of get a If you know nothing background. about Lizard, I think you're, you're Yeah, and it kind of sets okay up where it. we are at the beginning of this issue. But besides that, you really didn't need it. Uh, the HUs are... Yeah, you know, they're more flavor and then kind of lead you into where they'll be in the next issue. But you can kind of guess and yeah. things like that. So we're going to do this. Do you want to do the honors of the blur? Sure. Is that, you're going to do that? Not? All right. That's good. Do you hear Nick me? Spencer is, do hear you. Nick Spencer is writing. Uh, Ron Turn is assisting there with, with yes, announcing yes, things. Yes, yes, Huberto Ramos and pencils. Victor Alabanza on inks. Edgar Galgado. Eric... Archinega on colors and VCs Joe Caramanga on letters. All the pieces for Craven's Hunt in the heart of Manhattan are in place. Taskmaster and the Black Ant trapped animal-themed criminals inside arcades force field around Central Park and seemingly indestructible hunter bots remote-controlled from the Plaza Hotel by amateur hunters have made the villains their prey. Finally, Billy Connors, son of the Lizard, and Black Cat were added to the Menagerie to lure Kirk Connors, who blackmailed Taskmaster, to let him in, and Spider-Man. Spidey's yeah. tried to protect everyone, but his former foes don't trust him. Hounded and frustrated, Webhead nearly destroyed a bot, but Black Ant stopped him. Craven has not revealed his ultimate aim, even to his son, but Ant has some insight. And that's kind of the big hint from last issue, um, the yeah. 19HU, closing things out, where uh, Black Ant, Ant is basically like, uh, listen, Spidey, I got some news to tell you, but he's going to beat yeah. around the bush here a bit, a bit in the beginning of the issue um, now, and, before and, he yeah. really actually spills and you the do. beans. And, and, and your big thing that you said to me before we started this was the idea, this story is not moving along uh, quickly yeah. at all. It's frustrating it's really the, taking the pants time. off of me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, the big thing with me with that is the idea, like even in that blurb where like, you know, the former villains don't trust Spidey. I mean, I'm not really getting a lot of what it's saying in the blurb because it's not really moving along much. The big yeah. things in this pretty much in my mind have been the things that I'm interested in and uh, is Craven and his son. Y- you're just waiting. And that's more not, not interest, but just waiting for Craven clone jr. To pretty much stab his dad in the back. And we get yeah, that in this fed up where with everything going and on. We, yeah. we get one step closer to that in, in this issue. Yeah. The other thing that I do like actually is black cat. I like Felicia there. And I, I think that she has been pretty much my favorite character, though, like you said, it's not moving forward enough, but I do like her, you know, helping out uh, Kurt's son, uh, you know, Lizard Boy. I I do like that whole deal. I mean, the last time we really kind of got a lot about Black Cat and and Bobby here was when um, we had the Black Cat HU issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they basically escaped there or were getting out. And we're we're now – only getting them outside of that building yeah, here you are. four issues and even later. even a and little even like, a little Jesus, after that you had a little bit you had where you ended up having uh black cat use her abilities for the you know almost like hey you got the bad luck going on to that lion yeah. you had oh no the lion attacked and uh and uh, bobby was all upset and you're going with that but i do like how she is kind of protecting him again i'm just oh, yeah, i'm trying to accentuate the positive yeah. i'm trying to accentuate the positive because there isn't a lot going on for me to really say oh man you gotta read this uh there's some interesting ideas but then by the end every time we get a reveal every time that we get a what's supposed to be shocking it never really is that shocking to me now now, it's very predictable 
Yeah, yeah. So with this going on, you do have, you know, Craven Clone Jr. going to his dad and saying, what's going on? Why aren't we down there? Why aren't we taking care of business? Why aren't we hunting? We've had this before. We're waiting for him to basically just turn and stab his dad in the back. He's like, yeah, you know, why are you just standing there while Craven just looks out the window? You know, and and even where he's he's digging <laughs> he's into so himself, he's so disconnected from this whole thing. And I get he has a master plan, but like him yeah. being totally disinterested and just wanting to watch this play out really just doesn't have me invested yeah. in this story no, at all. No, it doesn't have I, me invested either. And I get either. he has a you know a bigger plan at play here, which we find yeah. out another aspect to here very shortly. No. Um, but. It's, again, not interesting enough to pull me back into something I'm losing interest in fast. And so you get this next deal where you have one of these hunters, and he looks like a fat guy. He's out there. Hey, look, I'm I'm a big hunter. I'm going to hunt this black cat. Oh, this will be cool. Shoots her because she protects Bobby. He ends up in the in the woods in, the, in a tree. He goes to get like, oh, wh- where's this other guy? Let me check. Wait a minute. You're a kid. How old are you? Oh, I'm about 12. I don't want to hunt kids. And he's like, yeah, he's hitting like he's the deal where off. you can hit like arcade. Are you there? Okay. I need to. It's almost like you're in a game and you've, you've hit the button so that you can get an <laughs> admin to, to come and help you. He wants to say like arcade, like I'm done. I, I'm not here. I, we were told we we're going to fight these big, bad villains. And you have a 12 year old kid. This is nonsense. Yeah. Now the kid is just there. Like you said, to get lizard involved and all that. But this guy wants out. And you find out by the end, the big reveal, as Ant, the Black Ant is telling Spidey as well, that you can't get out. It, the hunters are there in these, you know, robot deals going. They're all off-site sitting, you know, thinking that they're safe. They're not. It, it's basically, I said, it's Freddy Krueger dream rules yep. going on here. If you die <laughs> in the game, you die in real life. And we find that out where this guy finds out the bad way that things hurt. He ends up getting shot. Yeah. He ends up getting hit. And he's like, boy, that hurts. What's going on? You know, take me out. Take me out. And then you do see a lot of people falling bloody. They're trying to get the things. Now the game has turned. And we got the whole deal where, okay, now the next issue is going to be like, you know, who's the hunted and who's the hunter now? Switcheroo. Right. But with that. It's not especially that with all of Vulture ganging up these villains, you know, in yeah. one big group. Yeah, they they get all those, so they're going to go off. And uh, but really, when we started this, I mean, I haven't lost track of the idea that pretty much it started because Craven was mad that his homeland was being overhunted by these yeah. weekend warrior types. These are the people yep. originally he's really against. Yes, he doesn't like the costumed themed villains either yeah disgracing the totems and all this yeah Yeah. with the totems which you even get with his son going and and going to curtain like how dare you you know he goes with that angle with lizard like you have this totem why aren't you out there fighting why aren't you using he's got the inhibitor chip god and he has the inhibitor to save him from fighting back and he's like i have a chip why why tell him that uh, that's the know. biggest i'm like yeah, really why are you doing that because all i can <laughs> I think he of is he's gonna it smash out right it. there i think he yeah, will still i'm like why I are think you it's mentioning still happening, this yeah i mean well, it's only there to point, remind it's you are gonna be yeah it's gonna be more lizard pulling it out himself to save his son and, uh, yeah, either and probably end up or, losing his family as a result of it yeah you know? that's the problem is i and and craven goes off and <laughs> says i am going to kill your son I am going to tear his limbs off one by one and I'm going to make you watch and it's going to be funny. And he goes off and then you have lizard there, but yeah, you no. pretty much we're, we're, yeah. Yeah. And we're pretty much, that's it for the issue. There's yeah. not a lot more, just the whole deal. Like I said, the hunted are now the hunters hunted can be blah, killed, blah, blah, yeah. back and forth. They and can Spidey be killed. Spidey finds All out and that. it really annoys Spidey, him. Yeah. And that's where Spidey finds out and says, you know, where is Craven? Where is he at? Because Black Ant, yeah, you have exposition from Black Ant. Go, oh, man, Testmaster and me were buddies. You were buddies? Well, not buddies, but we were buddies. You know, it keeps going yeah. with that. Uh, well, when Spidey finds out. The main problem here is Spidey is in one spot the entire issue talking to Black yeah. Ant. And then yeah. at the very end, literally the last two pages is when he decides to move his feet. Well, he says, and he's he gets going, where's Craven? And realize, okay, he, he's in the zoo. All right, let me go <laughs> off there. He goes off. 
And he's like, you know, Craven. He's yelling. I, I really thought that he was going to have a boombox above, uh, <laughs> you know, playing in your eyes, and, and then you know, try to woo him down. I, I do have to uh, say, I though, it'd the be bo- blasting Mortal Kombat over the, you know, Maybe. the Mortal well, Kombat the, techno the, song from the, the movie. <laughs> man, the black, the black suit really accentuates his butt cheeks. I'm telling you, when he yes. yell, yells, oh, Craven, yeah. boy, those, those are buttons of steel. Holy moly! Yeah. Not on my watch. No, he's on, on the my Instagram watch. model workout. Yeah, really. Right yeah, there. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> right there. He's he's flexing those butt cheeks. Uh, but he's like, you know, craven, and that's where arcade kind of comes into a view, like his arcade self as a big projection in the sky, basically like, hey, buddy, long time no kill. You enjoying the park? Oh, this is the best, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna torture you. We're gonna do this, and here you go. We're gonna raise the stakes. And that's where you end up, you know, having him get attacked with vermin at yeah, the end. Surrounded and all by attacking vermin, him. Yeah. yeah, and so that's that's it. That's it. This is the problem that I have with this this whole deal. I like parts of it, I, but yeah. when I do end up liking it, like this cliffhanger. All of a sudden, Spidey's doing something. You have him surrounded by vermin. You have Arcade talking trash. And you also have the idea that he's yelling for Craven to come down. That gets exciting. Just And even just after the guy dies, you see all that. The last four pages I thought were really good. But then we stop. And now we'll go with the next issue. And we'll have to go through another 10 to 12 pages of this setup that seems it's the pacing of the story that really kills me. Yep. It, oh, it's it's not me just crazy. the story. It's the pacing itself. I like the art. I like the idea overall. I like the thing of Craven's son deal, even though it doesn't make sense that he wouldn't just kill Craven right away. But yeah, we got that. But yeah, the pacing is really throwing me off. And because of that, I'm telling you, just at the end, seeing the buns of steel, I might even go up <laughs> a little. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Uh, it, and I'll, I'll tell you what I say each time I think with this. If you've been enjoying it, and some people have really been enjoying it. We talked to people on the Patreon in the Slack chat, uh, and they're really enjoying it. I don't think there's anything here to make you not like it. But if you're yeah, used no. to and liking this pacing, then you're doing better than me, you know, because yep, that's you're gonna what's keep getting me. But, it, yeah. And it's just at the end, I always seem to like, oh, man, all right, let's get, oh, it's over. <laughs> I'm like okay, now we got to go to the next issue and build that up again till at the end. I'm excited again, and then you go down. Throwing all these these HUs, HUs in, you know stuff, that you yeah. can't guarantee people are going to read. Is that you have to spend yeah. so much time you if you're putting so story beats in those, covering them? Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and they do end nuts. up putting some story beats in them. It, it would do. be great. Yeah, they do, and that's the problem: is you have to, or people won't buy them. I understand yeah. the concept. Yeah, it's it's a just the idea. It is. It ends up killing me that you have to recap for eight pages what happened in something I already read. And so, yeah. but you can't skip those pages either because he no. does throw in little things. And and this it's, is the thing. It's I really know, just a, a crutch of modern comics that needs to uh, just yeah. at least be reduced. Like you can do it yeah. quicker and you can do it more effectively than yeah. spending a quarter of I the agree. book recapping what's now, happened and, in an issue just I, recently. I realize I realize that you're you're from Buffalo. A Buffalone <laughs> is what uh, what I would call that, right? Yeah. Is that about what you guys call each other? For the draft here in about what, a half hour, what, all fired yeah, up. Well, you're sitting there. I'm telling <laughs> you, you're there. Yes. All of you Buffalonians, you're there. You're day drinking. You're getting loaded by you know eleven <laughs> thirty in the morning. Yeah. And also, like, because here's the thing: if if you're gonna end up having a podcast with two people from cities that are pretty much looked at as the scum of the earth. I'm from Philadelphia. <laughs> you're from Buffalo. And I'm yeah. talking mainly in the idea yeah, of football zoo, fans, right? Sundays a year here. Fo- <laughs> football <laughs> fans that th- there is more. I mean, I, if I hear any more times about Santa Claus getting hit by snowballs in Philadelphia, <laughs> I, I will throw fists at somebody. Because that was in the 60s, people. But, yes, you know, all this going on. Yeah, it has been. So you have all this going on, and, and but we also need – it is a thing. Buffalo, Philadelphia, you need somebody to hate. You hate the Patriots. Yep. I, I hate the Cowboys, all this. But I think that you've had a problem here, and this is a – it's a uh, thing of your being. 
you don't hate Chip Zdarsky anymore. You've no. Bendis isn't around. You don't hate him yeah, here hate, because yeah. he's not at Marvel. <laughs> so it seems like Nick Spencer. This guy, this is he's all leading to the, the idea nicely, that yes. he has now become. <laughs> Villain number one of Buffalo Brandon. Yes. And so he, it, he is it my is conti- enemy. He, he does is, not know is. it, but it is the thing. No, yes. he doesn't know it. He's become your enemy. <laughs> I'm not quite there yet. So where I sit here and say, I'm going to say this and I know that you'll just, I do think he's a really good writer. And where I say it, it maybe not a great storyteller. I think yeah. it, his dialogue to me is, is good. It's never yeah. bad. It, it, the dialogue's good. No, it, I, I don't fall asleep like Uncanny X Men. You know, I'm yes, not each going character to bed here. has his own voice. Uh, you know, when I see him being Black Ant on the, it's Black Ant. When it's the, yeah. it's Lizard. You know, all that. Maybe the storytelling might not be. You know, maybe this story he bit off a little bit too much, and it, there wasn't enough story. I, I don't know. There's something yeah. wrong with the pacing, but the actual individual, when I'm reading it, I end up not hating it, uh, you know, as much as maybe you. And yeah, so I know. It drives I'm me going seven, five. I know you're not going to be as high as me. That's all I'm going. No. But what are you going to no, give? I'm, I'm going to give it a six, five, but, you know, now, mainly I, for I the reasons that you, you said, six. Poop, yeah, poop. I was close yeah. to a six, uh, but towards the end, like, you Look know, at the, the butt him being surrounded by the vermin. Uh, the, yeah, the cliffhangers cool, do keep me interested, but it's it's getting to that point of the book and just the overall general pacing of this just hunted story. And I, you know what? What it really is is the stupid letter the editor put in the first issue, where this is the book or this is the story that got Nick Spencer the job. And yeah, I'm just so yeah. thoroughly unimpressed with this story. Like yeah. I'm like, why did you give this guy this job based on this story? Yeah. Uh, so and that, I, I, you know, I'm that's where I'm at. Yeah. And my mind just oh, hasn't changed you. yet. <laughs> I think that he so. writes a really good Black Cat, though. We didn't even say when Black Cat yeah. ends up jumping in front and gets hit with that laser deal. You got to play. You got to do one or the other. If she's going to get hit and look like she's dead, then she has to be dead. If you're not going to do that, don't hurt. do yeah, it. She can't get up because two she panels doesn't later. even yeah. seen. Yeah, that nothing threw me phases off. her. You know, no, these, these craven bots that are so dangerous killing people. It, and that's what a stun shot it gave her. I don't I yeah. don't know. Was it yeah. unstunned? There? I don't know. And that's <laughs> so. where, you know, who who's the ones that are saying, you know, who's really the victims here and whatever, because it looks like these people who have their life on the line now, these, you know, weekend warriors. Just have stun guns. I did like when yeah. Craven. Now they're suddenly I, I a little more helpless than they ever were yeah. at any other yeah, point. Yeah, I want to call story, him Craven, so. Cra- Craven Clone Jr. He, I like when he mentions like, yeah, your son's going around with some sexy nanny. She's she's hot as heck, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, she is. And, uh, yeah, it's you. You have these things happen, then they don't really mean much. So I hope that that changes. But we're gonna move on to the next book. All right, and the next book is Fantastic Four number nine. Eric asked what Fantastic Four issue we were on. I'm like, you know what? I don't know the number. And he's like, it's been delayed, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been delayed. And yeah, it's uh, hit some delay problems. That's my biggest problem with this book. It's it's not the story. It's not the art. It's not anything but the idea that every time an issue starts. Now, we're kind of getting two in a row here that seem to be very well paced, you know, between. Yeah, kind of getting back on track. Yeah, we seem. Uh, I think the help he's getting on Iron Man helps him here. Yeah, Jim Zub's helping him on Iron Man. So it is helping him, you know, keep getting on on track here. I, I agree with that. Uh, I still have the idea that you have this first story and this ends pretty much the first arc, the first story going or the Mm -hmm. second, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, And with that, though, it seems like you should have had more by the time this story, like the amount of time that we've invested in this book seems more in this story itself to be just what it was, where you just end Mm -hmm. up with like. Okay, you know, you you got Victor, he's he's being shamed on the internet and you got like things to, <laughs> things seem like they should be bigger. Uh and really even going with that first arc uh leading into this where you have them kind of getting back to earth. Then we had the wedding issue, which was the best issue of this run in my opinion so far. Yep. Um it just seems like it, this book it, it, it's scratching something that I needed to have, you know, scratched, but it's not giving me enough of when it's we came over to this podcast. Yeah, when we when I came over it's to do close, this podcast, this was there. yeah, it was another one of those books that I was so excited about, and yet it's not giving me like it, it's a shame that 
I'm not liking the Fantastic Four as much as Superior Spider-Man. I, that that sounds crazy. No, right? I know that's, it's very strange. I know, insane. I, I would almost say uh, it's weird. I'm liking Superior better than Amazing as well. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know? like, I'm telling you, it's, kind of it's my weird. Spider-Man book it's right weird now. that I Superior really like. is our Spider-Man book right now. But yeah. there's these other books where we we have. All these things where I wanted to come over here and when people said, oh, hey, Jim, you know, you, you're doing this Marvel stuff now. You know, what are the big books? And I'm like, well, there's Amazing Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Uncanny X-Men. These are the books that I want to really be like, because that in my mind is like going over on the DC side of things where I can't say right now that I'm enjoying the Superman books, the Batman books or the Wonder Woman book. That's the Trinity there. Yeah. Over here, you want to have that strong deal of the big books and then when the yeah, it's it's almost like a, a, a football team or a baseball team any sort of sport where the main stars doing their job actually you know what it is it's basketball the others are the bench you have a strong bench yeah. along with your big st- you're winning you're gonna win the championship yeah. you then. got the shooters you got yeah. the rebounders and, you got and the defenders you do have, you know, you're it's still. weird right now we have a team where in my mind the bench is stronger than the starting lineup and that that's weird <laughs> and what happened to us now the bench is now our starting lineup. That's where we look yeah, forward to. Yeah, we're no Jonah. good. Yeah, really, we stink. We stink. <laughs> you know, there we go. Me and you both played basketball back in the day. I don't think we'd be very good right now. We're getting old and decrepit. No, I have bad knees. Yeah, I can't. I can't do jump shots much anymore. Yeah, yeah I said my knees are okay. I'm just out of shape. I'm just overall out of yeah. shape. But this is Fantastic Four number nine, written by Dan Slott. Art by Aaron Cooter, Stefano Caselli, and Paco Medina. You have Eric Arcianiega on uh, colors and VCs Joe Caramanga on uh, letters. And right there, you have three artists. Crazy. Before the Fantastic Four could stop him from subjugating the world eater, Doom sentenced them to death. I'm going right to the end, by the way. The FF were thrown in cages, designed to suppress their powers, but Doom underestimated Sue and accounted only for her force field. So Sue used her invisibility powers to expose Doom's disfigurement to the entire world. And yeah, pretty much his armor's gone and he is a monstrosity. Shallow, shallow man. And and yeah, (laughs) and it's it's funny too, as Dan Slott doing the whole idea of the vain Dr. Doom or is he doing the piece of craps on Twitter? I think it's both. Yeah. A uh, because, of both. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. And, and you know as well as I do, he seems to hate people on Twitter. So I think this yeah, is a, a social media shame. But I like the idea that this is how he is pretty much bringing down Doom with his vanity. Uh, you know, and that's a smart thing. Sue comes off as really smart. And she even with this narration, it's kind of a – a, a kind of a combo of hey this is what's going on but also a celebration of the team it's almost like a victory lap of yeah. the fantastic four yeah, no, i, I hey, like look, the beginning I of really the issue like definitely yeah i liked it yeah. a lot i like where it's like yeah you know johnny everybody thinks he's a goofball but he's been around Reed. some of that you know kind of wears off and he's clever yeah, rubs off and he him, does yeah. that where he uses the heat and cold and heat to end up breaking the glass in his tube he comes out you end up as they're going through this and the, the rest of them just kind of get free right we even yeah. said it's like the, well, the explanations don't make much sense but yeah, whatever they're out but they get out they they break free of what's going on in the meantime you still have victorious out and about you still have galactus and this energy that they are trying to funnel into mount doom it's starting to kind of fluctuate it's starting to have problems they realize now that if this happens there's going to be spikes so it, it, pretty much it's going to it ruined the town throw the and end up throw the world axis. off its axis <laughs> and pretty much end yep. the world. So that's all going down with them. Uh, then you go back and, and in kind of a comedy relief, you go back to Arizona with the kids and Petunia, uh, all what's going on uh, there. And you have Franklin who wandered off and they go to find him. Yeah, ran away. Yeah. Wyatt's looking for him. They end up finding him because uh, Reed has a tracker on them and He's i got like dog where, chips in them. and alicia's <laughs> like how how dare you whatever actually she's the one who says she realizes it's actually Aunt Petunia. these kids are chipped really and alicia's like these are kids that get lost in the negative zone you gotta be able to you know and i love it she's like can it 
and we'll debate the ethics later. Just shut your mouth. Let's go. <laughs> they end up finding Franklin, who this is a weird deal where he's there. I know. At I still don't totally house. get this. It's connected to this villain from the first issue again, yes. right? Yep. Yeah. Like and she so, has to have control of this little girl. Yeah. It's so weird that they're there at this thing that just kind of has Franklin aside. And so with I know, this, it's just though, not spelled out great. Yeah, what's and going so they're like, why? It's like, let's go, Franklin. We have to go. You know, you, oh, no, I'm watching, you know, mom and dad on TV. The vendor, you know, Uncle Ben's there, all this. And they're like, no, no, we have to go. And this girl's like, you will not go. And all of a sudden, these gremlins come out and attack them. <laughs> they run off. And then you go back to Latveria. Yeah. And pretty much now in Latveria is the Fantastic Four now has to stop. This energy, the, you know, the cosmic energy going yeah, while also escaping. And, and what they basically do is Thing ends up destroying a Doombot. They repurpose the Doombot to be able to break into whatever they want. It's very convenient. I mean, this whole issue yeah, it all, it all is works all out way very too well. convenient. Even, it's all even down quick. to Reed figuring yeah. out the password in about three seconds. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah. And they, they try to make it, but it really seems as if it's Dan Slot. Is like, okay, you know what? I wanted to get done this story, you know, months ago. We had these delays, so let's just end it and get on to something new. Now that I have yeah, some time, it does start moving this was very yeah. quick. Oh, it moves real quick where he ends up. They, <laughs> they get a, a car, this, they repurpose the big boom cannons. Uh, you know, all the stuff gets, uh, you know, switcheroo around because they have that doom bot tech that can do that ends up shooting at freeze Galactus. In the meantime, they also are worried because victorious, she has that, that energy, but they can't understand, you know, what's going on. Like they're afraid she's just going to overload. They they end yeah, up she's pretty gonna, much. She can't hold it in either. Yeah, and they yeah, end and up they figure out something with this staff where it like yeah, helps the staff her control helps it. it control it. They end up breaking that, but then Sue uses a force field around the energy and the staff so that it doesn't go. While all this is going on, they they end up freeing Victoria. She is not very happy. Galactus gets done, and they're like, "Oh no, Galactus!" He just like smell you later. I'm I'm heading out, and then you have Reed like, oh, that makes sense. You know, we had a deal. He, he's a good guy now, and he don't eat Earth. So he goes off. Uh, pretty much the big thing in this with, with Doom is the idea that he looked like a fool. Everybody hates yeah. him online. He he's even sits there at one that. point. He sits there and watches all the things popping up on, on social media oh, and yeah. just Drives loses his mind. He just destroys the monitors. And it is. It's like, oh, that poor man. Oh, my God. Did you see that monstrosity? Horrifying. Uh, fantastic Four <laughs> played him. And it's funny if you look like there's a scroll there. What, what are he doing on his social media? Yeah. You have all these people He's got going. the same internet we do. Everybody yeah, I does, like it I guess. Too. I love that. <laughs> That's the one thing. It's like that scroll right where I went to. I'm like, oh, there he is. Uh, yeah. But yeah, That's they're the doing... only reason he's aggravated. He's like, I don't care about these earthlings, but those scrolls, they those can't scrolls, know anything. Look, look at those. Look at that guy here. Look how ugly he is. But he's <laughs> going to come down and mock Dr. Doom yeah, by really. being the scarred yeah, really. Dr. Doom. Victorious there is she is, she's, she's still full out hashtag team dr doom she's right there oh yeah and she they even say hey we we saved you she ends up knocking johnny down i do like johnny uh you know the way dan slot writes him with basically like yeah i'm wearing her down she really didn't hit me that hard that time <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah they're, they're going and while this is going on you do have this deal where how are they gonna get out of latveria you realize what's going to happen. I mean, you even have where yep. Val, hey, Val, you still working on that teleporter? Yeah, yeah, but I need some energy. When they get, when the, in Arizona, when they get attacked by these gremlins, you have Val then even say, because she's at home and they call her and she's like, what? Gremlins chasing you? Uh, come on, Franklin, you're, you're so much more powerful than that. Why don't you just do something? He's like, you remember, sis? I can't use my powers all the time, only for important <laughs> stuff. I'm like, really? Like, what is going on just here? Put a gas, so just put a gas meter on Franklin so he yeah. knows how much power he what? has at all, and, and all this, times. And this reminds me again. This every time. I know that I, I end up bringing up the idea of the DC stuff, and a lot of people listening to this would probably get annoyed. Like, I don't read DC, so I, but if you are and you read any of the Suicide Squad that was recently canceled, 
Franklin has become enchantress in that he's too powerful for what is going on in these stories. So they have to end up making him not as powerful so that he, yeah, yeah, they, they handicap him because they they don't want him. They did (laughs) because if, if he's just regular Franklin, they're done. Like these gremlins, that's a joke. And even then, he's just there with his arms crossed in the back of this van, not even caring. No, he doesn't care. He knows that. I'm telling you, he ends up being like me. Like, yeah, I don't think that through all of this in Galactus, Doom, you know, Latveria on trial and going to be killed, that we're going to end up where in Arizona, the whole family is eaten by gremlins. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I did like what ends up happening, though, with this, because what happens is they have to get rid of the gremlins, but they also have to get, you know, the Fantastic Four back to Arizona. So the switcheroo happens. They basically, Val makes the teleporter where you teleport in the gremlins, which is the test to make sure it works. It does. Boom. Fantastic Four back home. They hug, kiss. Boom. They're done. Yeah. And even, you know, you have them all happy. Yeah. You made the, you did that, Val. That's pretty cool. Yep. That's what I did, daddy. That's what I did. And then it it ends. Reed's still got the doom glove on. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Then end and end. With three artists, I still like the art a lot. I had fun I reading too. the issue. I didn't even I, really notice it changed a whole bunch until yeah, you read I the know, three names no. at the and, beginning. And I like the colors. There's a lot of purples, a lot of the colors, a lot of the scenes yeah, it does pop shine in pops. the deal. Especially the stuff in Latveria was was definitely more of like a pop. But there's – because Cosmic is going on there. Back in Arizona, they're just yelling and screaming at each other and driving around the minivan. But still, it was good. I like the characters. I was afraid at one point that we had too many characters that when we get a issue like this, jumping back and forth between different locations that you wouldn't get enough. I get enough. I I still think Franklin is nonsense the way they've handicapped them. I hope that something goes on with that. Also, I know that some people are upset that doom is back to just ugly, mad. There's a letter in the back about it. Yeah, Yeah, and there was a lot of progression where Doom was becoming almost like, in my mind, you know, like a superior Spider-Man, that you could have continued that whole concept. Kind of like an anti-hero. Yeah, yeah, and he's basically now just just mean old, I'm angry Doom. Oh, no, you shame me. I'm ugly. Yeah, Yeah, so there you go. He is ugly. He's a monstrosity. He looks like, (laughs) I I don't know. He looks like a turtle that came out of a shell. It's just disgusting. And one time I saw a turtle ended up getting hit by a car they ran over the shell the shell cracked the turtle was not dead it was kind of half out of the shell one of the freakiest things i've ever seen in my entire life was a turtle without a shell oh it did it really and and i'll tell you it was like i almost peed my pants and i i went and said mommy mommy what is that and she's like listen you're 33 stop calling me mommy (laughs) i said no that scared me uh, please, mommy. And my, mommy told me to beat it like they always did. But yeah, uh, I'm going to yeah. give it an eight. I'm actually higher than what we were talking before we started because I, I did have fun. I want more. I, I really want more, yeah. but nothing here angered me. It needs to be me. a little more in depth. Yeah, I know. It, it, yeah. It, these first two stories, with the exception of the wedding, have all wrapped up very conveniently quick yeah. and, and kind of just everything kind of fits where it needs yeah. to in and the end. And, and it's weird too. It just like, doesn't like make you, for. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't yeah, make for <laughs> must read, right? Yes, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying, yeah. The, the problem with the first arc, uh, really, and it, I guess it wasn't fully Dan Slott's fault. The, the problem with the first arc, we, we just wanted them to get back to Earth. I didn't yeah, care yeah, what was going on anything. in the made up, you know, multiverse of, you know, Franklin and go. I just wanted to get back to Earth. Then we had that wedding issue, which I thought was great. And then we move on from there where we're like, oh, my God, it ends with doom and go, oh, my goodness, this is that. And, yeah, it still feels like a Fantastic Four book as much as I know, you know, not being, you know, learned in the Fantastic Four. But besides that, I, I just need a little more. I need something with a little more substance to it by the end. And I hope that this being kind of feeling rushed to get to this ending is because something bigger is going to happen. And and maybe now that he has some help over at Iron Man, he has more time here to kind of develop things. But uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven, five. Uh, I like the art. And like I said, I didn't even really notice it changed a whole bunch. Um, 
the the overall story, while not super exciting for what I anticipated seeing Doom in the first issue we got him in, was still, you know, satisfying enough that I got a little bit of Doom versus yeah. uh, Fantastic Four action making me happy. Yeah. Um, you know, you. I, I don't anticipate being the only time this this is going to be it that we see him. But, uh, you know, I look forward to the next time he pops back in. And I hope we don't have to deal with that villain from the first arc again. That's yeah, the only I thing know. I'm afraid it seems the, like the maybe this, this stops it because of the whole Latveria thing. I don't yeah. know. You hear me, Brandy? We'll or I she teams up with you. Doom and now we, we got double duty here. Yeah, so we'll maybe, see. maybe. But we're going to finish off with one last issue. It isn't number one. It's going to be one that we're going to go through quickly, uh, mainly because you're going to explain why that is the case case and we'll get through it but what is yeah. it Brandon? Yeah, we're we gonna got, do uh, yeah. the new thanos miniseries <laughs> there, number one not on my yes, watch i am here <laughs> yes usually I'm what here. we've been doing uh, is stopping between books the way we record i thought maybe you thought we were stopping we ain't stopping yeah Let's no go. no no i'm with it here now we got writer tini right. howard artist ariel olivetti colors by antonio fabella and letters by vc's joe carmanga charge uh, the man Titan known as Thanos is obsessed with two things, power and death. As a child, Thanos' fascination with killing was kindled by a girl whom thinks who uh bleh, by a girl Thanos grew to love. As they got older, the girl promised to return his love. If only he could prove himself to her. However, no matter how Thanos death to- how high Thanos' death toll rose, she always demanded more, realizing that he was the only person who could see his paramour, Thanos discovered that she was no mere women, but the incarnation of death itself. For years, Thanos' infatuation with death compelled him across the cosmos, bringing ruin and destruction in his wake. That is until he was executed by the deadliest assassin in the galaxy, his adopted daughter, Gamora. But before the relationship came to a bloody end, how did it begin? Yeah, um, and yeah, and so yeah, we're getting a, a retell of... Uh, Gamora's origin essentially yes and it kind of uh, gets it in line with the MCU here yeah yeah that's what it does uh Infinity War did you read the credits with Teeny Howard and Ariella yeah yeah oh I didn't even oh yeah you dinged me you uh charged me I I was more just digging you with all the other stuff (laughs) holy moly yeah I get you're right yeah Yeah, 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 I I was gonna ask you you got you got the draft on is that what you're peeking at no here we go not yet not yet here we go if I open a window on this computer you'll know immediately I'll disappear. Yeah, you'll disconnect <laughs> and we'll be done. And then it'll take us five hours. But yeah, this basically, because we have what's going on in, you know, right now in the Guardians of the Galaxy book, this kind of ties into that, but more of an origin story. It is a six yeah. issue deal. It's well, I wouldn't even say like and, the beginning where we get Gamora is uh her going off to that planet they just picked her up from in yeah, Guardians. Yeah, it's and that's where you where you I'm start. connecting those dots in my brain. And and what's weird about it is I'm reading this at the beginning. I'm like, are they you know, kind of revealing that she does have Thanos inside of her. Like we, we all went because it was weird the way she's playing that out. Like in my mind, she's heading off to kind of, you know, go into the sun to stop it. I, I'm yeah. telling you, it seemed very telling odd. Telling the story to, once and only once. And then once. just yeah, saying, I'm only going to tell this once. You know, this is going to be the end. I want to tell it. Now, again, it's a story that even I know for the most part because of the movies. Uh, it is getting it more in line with that, like you said. Uh, they are doing a little switcheroo where at one point the church – uh, you know, the of truth or what? I always forget the church yeah. when we go. It's the, the same universal one. That's church, the truth. universal yeah. ch- church of truth. The same one that's in Old Man Quill and stuff like that. Um, is they were the ones going around killing everyone in this. It it switches to being Thanos going around and beating them to the punch. So basically, throwing shade at the leader. Oh, you want to have converts? Yeah. Well, you're not gonna because I'm gonna kill them all before they get a chance <laughs> to be, you know, yeah. on your side or not. While this is going on, you have the idea that Thanos, because he's in love with death. Uh, has been trying to find her. He doesn't, he can't sense her unless he kills people, then kind of sees what's going right. on, goes ahead to kill more people, and it gets very repetitive at, at one point. Yeah. Basically, All it is get rinse and repeat. Of, of what he wants. Yep. You know, and yeah, you because get, he does, it starts off with just a random ragtag crew of bounty hunters with the exception of Proxima Midnight. Prox- so you know, yeah, she's Proxima not going Midnight. anywhere. And I, yeah, and, and that's Ebony who I Maul. like. And Ebony Maul. And so yeah. you have these others, but it's basically they're playing cards. They're stuck on the ship. They're going through space. 
And every time somebody wanders off because they have to take a pee break, uh, this is where I think that this is what happens now. Uh, I'm warning everyone when you go see, you know, Avengers Endgame, don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> They've already warned you that it's because you, you'll get killed. Yeah, Thanos is waiting yes. for you and he'll kill you. Thanos uh, has a saw in the urinals. Yeah, and that's really why you won't get a lot of spoilers, hopefully, because most people will die. I, I know I won't be able to sit <laughs> through that movie without peeing. I know that I won't. Yeah. And I'm telling you, when they say the idea of listen, I'm going to attempt to tomorrow at 10 and, is what's my What's funny my viewing, to me, so. if, if, I'm, if I'm Marvel and I'm even the Russo brothers, I'm like, listen, here's the deal. You hear all about this peeing. Don't worry. You not get, get a large drink because if somebody goes out and pees and miss, they're going to get a ticket for another show. That's how you double your profits. <laughs> you have it so long yeah. that people – because it would be a shame if you saw it twice and had to pee at the same point. I would guess yes. that you oh, could wait you know it's and pee work at a different point. But yeah, so basically people wander off from a card game. They end up being asked by Thanos to, hey, come on in here. I want to talk to you. He ends up killing them so that he can kind of killing see him, yeah. death and get the, his computer to tell him where they're going to go next. And that basically is it with him chasing down. Yeah. Now, by and then the they go end, kill a bunch of people on a planet. Yeah, and, and they go they kill do that a- same thing again. Yes, they do it again. <laughs> Just the second and, time, it's Gamora's planet. Yeah, and and so with this, you have the crew kind of like you know what's going on. Every time somebody screams and then doesn't show back up, we end up getting our marching orders. We end up going to a planet half the time with people who are pacifists who won't even fight back. We fight them. Why are we doing this? Why you know that Thanos basically? I don't have to explain myself, but really he's trying to get death. And when he yeah. sees the idea, the next step is death is with gamora he goes down to this planet he ends up killing everyone he goes in to kill gamora except gamora sees death herself says oh my god there's death you know lady don't go you know doesn't know it's death but kind of does but says you know don't go away wait wait but what you see her come with me kid there you go there's the (laughs) you know the new (laughs) new infatuation yeah Yeah, the new origin because it seems in my mind in this he's gonna have gamora because now she can see death and this is gonna be uh, okay both of us will work on getting my love back uh and somehow she must favor you and there is a good moment at the end and i do think i don't mind this issue i think that it gets very wordy at points it it started to drag a little especially with the repeating concept and and yeah i get the idea that you're you're gonna have this thanos who's plotting uh, a thanos who is very you know calculating with how he's gonna go about this and you get that through this okay this guy leaves he gets killed we go here we go there it's not that doesn't make a great read at points but by the end I did like the idea where Gamora just is like, you know what? He asked me if I saw death. Well, of course I did. Everybody on my planet's been killed. And if, if I'm left here, I'm going to die. She doesn't quite seem I'll to either. get the, Starve she doesn't, or, yeah, you know. she doesn't quite get the full grasp of what Thanos is trying to do at this yeah. point. So we'll or see what, what the happens. vision she's really seeing is. She just yeah, thinks yeah. it's somebody kind of turning her back on, on yeah, her, yeah. you know, and not yeah, rescuing I mean, yeah. her. Yeah. Um, again, it's this, weird lady who's floating away and she even yeah. says she's you know, putting he, it together now as, as an older older yeah you and know, he says even girl, if he let me girl, live but... it was only a matter of time before i would have starved or fell down a well i don't know what either or i mean when your <laughs> planet gets destroyed you usually only have two options starve to death fall yeah. down a well and so yeah, that, and then you, you know it didn't look like it had working plumbing i'll just no. say that and you know, and what are you going to do if you fall down the well? If you're you're going to start to death down there. So I don't know this yeah. well thing, but she's like, of course yeah, I can see the drink, face but you'll of have death. Trouble with food. I yeah. would just like it as what happens is she does end up falling down the well, and then you have the whole galaxy teaming up to record a song about her down in the well, almost like a uh, Simpsons episode. Bart fell down the well at one point. He was kind of joking. Yeah, his, radio, his radio was down there and he was using his little walkie talkie deal. But, uh, you know, I want Sting to be in the front. He's going to be the first guy to start singing about Gamora in the well. And we'll have a lot. Lionel Richie <laughs> there as well. I'm a big fan. Yeah. But well, there's uh, a bunch yeah, of money. The, the art I like. Uh, again, though, everything, I hope that the next issue picks up the pace a little, picks up a, a, a yeah. more interesting story. If we go from here and the next issue is now with Gamora with them, hey, you know, let's kill more people. 
And I'm getting like, you're going to just whittle it down till you have, you know, Proxima and, and, and you know, the, the main Ebony people Ma, yeah. and Ebony well, Maul the there. the preview and, for next issue is like, see the origins of Black Order. So they're going to kind of recruit the other yeah, people for yeah, it. Is, so you'll is what get I the others. So hopefully it will Again, tread some different territory because this felt yeah. a little too familiar for me. It did. It felt familiar, but then seemed to drag as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm at a, a 6.5. And it's yeah, one of those I mean, like, I'm at too, yeah. you know, it's, it's a 6.5 of... Hey, let's see how the next issue is. See if it picks up a I little. Also think it doesn't. Teeny Howard has a bit of a the thankless task of following Jeff Lemire and Donny Cates on a, yeah, a yeah. book that and also was really in, really in, good. Yeah, <laughs> and also in a point where you're also having a lot of Thanos stuff going on over in Guardians of the Galaxy with with Donny Cates. Yeah. So you you and you kind have, of a more Gamora. interesting story we haven't yeah, yeah, read so. before. You know. Yeah, so we'll see if it, how it switches up, how it goes, what's going on. But yeah, that's it. So our book of the night, mine was Fantastic Four, which yeah, I did enjoy. Well. I, I just, it's one of those, like the weekday, there's a lot of times like tonight, I just, I wanted to have more fun with these books. I, I really wanted yeah. to have like, uh, you know, but this weekend, we do have some that we like. I mean, I was going Black Widow. The I'm excited Black for Black Widow. I'm telling you, Black Widow's yeah. the one that I said, there you go. There's one of our bench players that yeah. we really enjoy. They're going to oh, come the in all the fans love it. Everyone's all yeah. psyched up. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see the how that ben goes. Ben Wallace, you know, the Ben Wallace six yeah. man of uh, the year I, award. <laughs> I hate it. Ben Wallace so much though. I, I used to love where you'd have Ben Wallace. And then the next thing you see, and he lets his hair and he, boy, I didn't realize you had that big an Afro Ben Wallace. Yeah. He's one oh, of Ben see, Wallace. I like was, those Pistons teams for the sole I reason just, that oh, Shaq they, betrayed the yeah. magic. And I hated those Lakers. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, I just, I'm telling you, those thug teams like that. Ben Wallace is one of those guys that if you were a fan of the Pistons, then you loved Ben Wallace. If you weren't a fan of the Pistons, yeah. you hated oh, his you guts. Hated his and guts. I, yeah. I was a Sixers fan, so there you go. But yeah, we also have, you know, some things. We have to discuss what we're going to be doing, but we also have Avengers that tie in uh, to the. Uh, War of the Realms that we might go with. We have a, I might even force you to read Hulk Vereen's. I actually read the first two issues and really liked them. It's a very quick read, so I think you can do that. We have yeah, Venom. I'm just going through the things. We have Venom. Yeah, we got we have Venom, a, a Black Widow, yeah. definitely. Yeah, Marvel so Presents. Go. Yep, Marvel Presents, which is one of your uh, books that you really like. So we have a bunch of books yeah, coming up like on Sunday. Uh, like I said, I will mention one last time that this week on the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, we ended up doing the, I'm trying to find it now. I'm going through. We did the uh, War of the Realms Uncanny X-Men number one and one of our bench players, Superior Spider-Man number five, as well as I will throw out there, me and Reggie did our Marvel back issues and talked about Strange Tales number 110. That was the introduction of Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange without the cape which looks very oh, odd yeah. to me. Yeah, it, <laughs> it it's such a weird look without the that. cape. It's weird. He didn't have the cape at first, but yet we talked last episode, you know, things about Captain America. Somehow they thought he had the cape. Maybe he stole it. But yeah, at the beginning, he didn't have a cape and it threw me off. But that's it. Anything else uh, there, Brendan? Anything else to say? No. Draft day. Yep. Excited. Yep. That's draft day. We'll see what's going on. I hear you. And that's the it. Eagles we'll see in a one? couple days. Yeah, yeah. It's late. Uh, I think okay. right after the Raiders. And uh, right. I they thought they traded are... it for some reason. I don't know. No, why. no, they have they have a bunch of crazy picks later on as well. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I have to wait a while. I have to wait a while for my pick. You know, yeah. that's the good thing. Being from Buffalo, you never have to wait for that long for that first no, pick. Not right? usually, that... <laughs> not too often. <laughs> that's one. Of, Once that's in one the of the last big seventeen things. years. Yep. Isn't that a prize for being in Buffalo <laughs> that you don't have to wait long at draft night for that first pick? Yeah. That's well, a we just deal. Pray I, they don't I screw it up. That's all we usually do. Yeah, well, that is true. But yeah, I'm going to go off as well as you. We'll talk to you in a couple of days. Thanks, everybody.